This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Hallelujah. We're going to jump right into our message today. We're coming out of John. Our first slide is John 2 and 11. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 2 and 11. I'm reading from the King James Version. Let me set this up before we move forward. Amen. Jesus had just performed his first miracle. Hallelujah. Turning the water into wine. Hallelujah. He had his, his mother. Hallelujah. Who some scholars believe was led of the Holy Spirit. Amen. To ask him. Hallelujah. To perform a miracle on that day. Hallelujah. Then Jesus Hallelujah, out of his humanity, first protested, hallelujah, but then, hallelujah, being led of God, hallelujah, went ahead and turned the water into wine, hallelujah. There were six stone pots representing the law, hallelujah, stone equals the law, six representing the number of man, never reaching perfection, hallelujah, falling short of perfection, God's number of perfection is seven, hallelujah, and Jesus turned the water into wine. Hallelujah. Uh, brought joy. That wine represents joy. Amen. And he was at a marriage between a man and a woman. No, I'm not trying to be controversial. I'm telling you what happened. Hallelujah. What the Lord was there to bless. Marriage is blessed between a man and a woman. Hallelujah. And Jesus was there to confirm that. Hallelujah. And perform his first miracle at a marriage. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And with that said, hallelujah, let's read our verse. Hallelujah. John 2 and 11 says, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory and his disciples believed on him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Hallelujah. Before we get to our title, amen, let, 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 let's, let's understand what's happening here. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word uh, forth. I'm connected it with manifested. Hallelujah. It's a uh, Greek word, phanero. Hallelujah. Phanero. Hallelujah, I should say. Easy for me to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To make visible, make clear. I make clear, visible or manifest, to make known, to illumine, to make manifest or visible, figuratively to make plain, in open view, to become apparent, grasp, graspable. Hallelujah. They, they, they were able to grasp that this is the Messiah. This is the Lord. This is God put on flesh, hallelujah, that was amongst us, hallelujah, at this wedding he was manifesting hallelujah his what his glory or doxa hallelujah manifesting hallelujah that they might have a good opinion of him hallelujah hallelujah as it says here hallelujah the the meaning of glory in the greek doxa hallelujah praise honor glory his magnificence his splendor his grandeur his majesty his greatness hallelujah Honor, it mean, glory means honor, renowned, hallelujah, and especially divine quality, the unspoken manifestation of God is splendor. Doxa, again, literally means what evokes a good opinion. That something has inherent intrinsic worth, that he was God with them. Hallelujah, he was announcing his presence on the scene, hallelujah. And here in 2022, God's going to do some things. Hallelujah. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. He wants, hallelujah, he's got to accelerate some things because we don't know how much time we have left. Father God knows, hallelujah, but God's got to do some things. And with that in mind, next slide, please. Today's message is the time, the time of miracles has come. The time of miracles has come. This is a time. This is a season of miracles. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And as I was sharing with you before, they can happen suddenly. When you're not even, when you're not even prepared for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Without getting too deep. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ah. Suddenly. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God wants to do some things in our midst. Amen. Won't you join me as I pray? Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you and bless you because you do all things well. We thank you for all the souls gathered here today, your people, the saints of God, our brethren in the name of Jesus. We thank you for those that may still be on their way. And we thank you for all the saints online, all of our guests online in the name of Jesus. Now, Father God, we need a word from you, but this task you've given me is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today like never before. And we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, somebody say amen. amen. Here we go with this first message of 2022. Hallelujah. Let's look at this word miracle. Hallelujah. In the slide that says miracle. Hallelujah. It is a Greek word again. It's sameon. Hallelujah. It's a sign, an indication, a mark, a token, a sign typically miraculous given especially to confirm, to corroborate, or to authenticate Hallelujah. It's a sign then to emphasize the end purpose which exalts the one giving it. Hallelujah. In this case, it was Jesus. Accordingly, it is used dozens of times in the New Testament. Hallelujah. For what authenticates the Lord and his eternal purpose, especially by doing what mere man cannot replicate or take credit for of miracles and wonders by which God authenticates the, the men sent by him or by which men prove that the cause they are pleading is God's hallelujah it confirms the presence of God in the situation in this case it was confirming it was authenticating that Jesus was Emmanuel hallelujah glory to God see the first miracle hallelujah was was Moses turning water into blood first miracle Hallelujah. In the New Testament, it's Jesus turning water into wine. Hallelujah. One brought judgment. This one brings joy. Hallelujah. We've been living beneath our privilege. Amen. Hallelujah. God wants to usher us into our privilege. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Something big has happened to me lately. And God spoke to me. He said, it only happened because now you're ready for it. He says, you weren't waiting on me. I was waiting on you. Oftentimes, you know, there are occasions where we wait on the Lord. Uh, you wait on the Lord and, you know, be in good courage. I, I understand that. Hallelujah. But there are other times when you're not waiting on him, he's waiting on you. 
He was waiting on me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Saints, you're no longer waiting on him. The door is open. Hallelujah. The miracle is hanging low. Hallelujah. But we can only appropriate it by faith. God doesn't have to meet you in your comfort zone. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got to hallelujah by faith. By faith. Now, faith is not presuming what God wants. It's knowing it and stepping out on it. Hallelujah. It's God's confirmed it. God has spoken to you many times over. God has given you confirmation. Hallelujah. And then you step on it. Hallelujah. We talked about me trying to get the Lexus. Hallelujah. Many years ago with my three-piece suit on and my Payless shoes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God bless you, Payless. Hallelujah. And anyway, hallelujah that I'm walking in the Lexus. I was presuming God's will. Hallelujah. Instead of being spoken to, being bid to do what I was going to do. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Faith is also not me saying I'm not, uh, and, and miracles do not authenticate me not getting up and going to work tomorrow. Hallelujah. Miracles are not me. Hallelujah. Looking at somebody say, you know what? God told me you my miracle, you my blessing. No, faith is looking to God. Miracles come from God. Hallelujah. He may use people. Hallelujah. But People are ultimately not our source. He may use people, and oftentimes he does. But we got to give all the credit to the Lord, for he ultimately is the source. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Miracles of healing. Hallelujah. Miracles of healing. Hallelujah. We have not a right we've earned, but a blood-bought right to be healed let's look at this next slide here matthew 9 35 king james version hallelujah glory to god thank you jesus hallelujah this is an account with jesus here holiday during his ministry this is after the sermon on the mount hallelujah glory to god i believe this is the account after he um healed the centurion's uh servant hallelujah Glory to God, Hallelujah! who was a non-Jew, hallelujah, it was a Roman centurion. And it says, and Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Let's stop right there for a second, hallelujah. Before miracles can happen, hallelujah, the gospel has to go forth. The gospel has to go forth. Let me go on. And healing every sickness. And every disease among the people. I must have read that wrong. And healing some of the sickness and some of the disease among the people because he was limited. Every sickness, saints, every disease or a situation where you're without ease, Jesus Hallelujah, glory to God, died that we might be healed. Even during his earthly ministry, he healed everybody of everything. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Saints, uh, you know, when I came in today to show you how much of the world I have in me, 
I was speaking to our elder, amen, and he was complimenting me about, you know, how well the job that was done on the driveway and stuff like that. And that my response was, well, you I was about to say, you know, Mother Nate, and I said, hold on. No, 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 ain't no Mother Nate, God caused the driveway to melt, hallelujah, make it more safe for us, hallelujah, glory to God. With that being said, amen, sometimes, hallelujah, we hold on to or claim or say this is my arthritis or this is my that or the other hallelujah not understanding that we're doing as the world does hallelujah no it's not my arthritis it's not my back pain I know you remember a few weeks ago I was in severe back pain hallelujah but I kept praying hallelujah until that thing loosed me hallelujah and then I followed some instructions that God told me to do hallelujah I don't have back pain now hallelujah glory to God hallelujah you got to know that you know that you know that he is yours you got to know it got to lay hold of it hallelujah until it's like I'm not taking no for an answer the no's not coming from God it's come from the devil it's come from my own lower nature hallelujah glory to God I will not stop till I receive my healing hallelujah matter of fact that's even wrong receive it it's mine already it needs to manifest hallelujah Hallelujah. So in this year, this time of miracles, hallelujah, we got to hallelujah, know that we know that we know that healing is ours, hallelujah, and that God's on the side of healing. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Miracle of church growth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Miracle of church growth growth hallelujah there's no five steps to church growth hallelujah i can't study it from this pastor or that pastor hallelujah how, how god did it for them he got to do it for uh, he did it for them hallelujah how he's going to do it for us he's going to do it for us but there's a miracle of church growth recently we experienced a miracle amen we weren't ready for it the brown family we weren't ready for it amen i'm going to ask you today are you ready Oh, yeah, we want more people, but, but are, you, are you really ready? Or will we be caught flat-footed like, oh, I, I, I'm surprised. Why, why should we be surprised? God does what he says he's going to do. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Acts 2 and 41. Let me set this up. I am for you from the King James Version. Amen. Peter had just preached the messages, message of messages. Hallelujah. That really set off the church. Amen. The Holy Spirit had dropped. Hallelujah. Uh, come on the day of Pentecost. And let me say this too. There is no more day of Pentecost. The Holy Spirit is not in heaven. He lives inside the believers on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So we're not calling the Holy Spirit down from heaven. He is on earth already. He came on the day of Pentecost, hallelujah. And on this day, had the Holy Spirit empowered Peter, amen. Hallelujah, preached through Peter this message, hallelujah. Glory to God. And as a result, come uh, what I'm about to read to you right now, amen. Acts 2, 41, hallelujah, it, it reads, then they that gladly received his word were baptized, hallelujah. Now back then, hallelujah, the outward sign that you were saved was to get baptized, some churches and some saints do that today, hallelujah. Many do the 
prayer of salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We know that. Hallelujah. We did a baptism here. Hallelujah. A few years ago. Hallelujah. I'm not I'm not saying that we shouldn't still do baptism. Hallelujah. But hallelujah. What I'm saying is that today in modern culture, hallelujah, in the church. Amen. Many do the uh, the prayer of salvation in the church and then are baptized. All right. Let me move on. And then the same day, hallelujah. And let me say this. Baptism does not save you. Amen. It's 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 by faith. Hallelujah. It's it's uh, by faith through grace that we are saved. Hallelujah. It's an outward sign. It's an outward testimony of an inner work or a cleansing that the Holy Spirit has done, a regeneration that the Holy Spirit has done in your life. It is, it is dying to your old life, and when you come out the water, hallelujah, you're rising to a new life. Hallelujah. Speaking of regeneration of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Anyway, let's go on. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. Can you imagine 3,000 people getting saved at the same time? especially people who had opposed Christ, and now they get saved. Hallelujah. And they continue. So these were unbelievers, obviously. These are people who, were, who had an argument not to follow Christ, who, hallelujah, who, were, who were alive when he died and still denied him. Hallelujah. But it took the Holy Spirit coming on the scene and Peter preaching this message. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. I know it says the word of God in there. Hallelujah. But some... Hallelujah, renders of the Bible said the word of Christ. And they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Hallelujah, that which Jesus had taught to, taught the apostles. And the fellowship, and in breaking of bread. Hallelujah, some versions call this uh, the, the uh, Lord's Supper. Hallelujah, they engaged in. And in prayers, and fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And many... Many wonders and signs or miracles were done by the apostles. Amen. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 44. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Now, some people take this too far. Some people don't take it far enough. But hallelujah, those that had and had extra were able to sell that and take care of those who were without. The church was being persecuted at this time. Hallelujah. Some people lost their jobs. Some people's possessions were taken. And the church came together as one. And those who were, had the ability to sell off some things, hallelujah, without going into a crisis themselves, did that, that all the needs of the people would be met. It was illegal for a new religion to be on the scene in the Roman Empire. This was just not an event that happened and there were no consequences that happened in the natural. See, sometimes we think it's God when everything just goes perfect. But no, God often works in a situation that is unperfect or imperfect. Excuse me. I looked at my mother. Hallelujah. At the corner of my eye. She's an English teacher. Hallelujah. And imperfect. Hallelujah. <laughs> and hallelujah. And works it for his good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Breaking bread house to house did eat their, hallelujah, did I, 
Let me, be, let me read that again, saints. Hallelujah. 44 says, And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple. Hallelujah. The temple then essentially became the church. All right. We know the church of the people. Amen. But the people gathered together at the temple. So it became the church. Hallelujah. Breaking bread. Hallelujah. Some virgins uh, rendered this as uh, the Lord's Supper again. From house to house, hallelujah, sometimes, hallelujah, church took place in houses. Hallelujah. Did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Hallelujah. It was a, although they were going through persecution, hallelujah, it, there was joy in their hearts. Next slide, please. Verse 47 says, hallelujah, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved i'm looking for a time hallelujah well, no no i'm not looking for time now's the time where the lord will add to the church daily that we will always have people added to the church first getting saved hallelujah glory to god and then if they choose to be members and and stay with us hallelujah glory to god but miraculous church growth is the work of the lord do we have a role in it? Yes, hallelujah. But ultimately, one waters, one plants, but God brings the increase. Are you ready? Hallelujah. Don't be caught flat-footed, hallelujah. Is God going to be mad at you or anything like that? No, 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 but it's, it's sometimes that, that suddenly blessing. And I had a suddenly blessing. We, know we weren't ready for it. You're caught flat-footed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. God doesn't want us caught flat-footed. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. Amen. Miracles of provision. Miracles of provision. God can provide for us miraculously. God providing for us miraculously doesn't mean I don't get up and go to work tomorrow. Doesn't mean I quit my job tomorrow. If he led me to, then I would. Hallelujah. But I don't presume and just do that. You know, when I got the call to the ministry, amen, I didn't just quit my job. All right. Sometimes as believers, our own human nature tries to get in the way and justify acts that are not God led or spirit led. Hallelujah. And there have been many a minister that quit his or her job. Hallelujah glory to God before time now there is a time when there's full-time ministry mine right now is not hallelujah Robert Brown's getting up and going to work tomorrow amen so that I'm not a burden on the church and guess what God gave me the job in the first place hallelujah I got laid off he spoke to me what to do. I did it. I got it. Hallelujah. And then promoted me in the midst of a pandemic. Hallelujah. And, uh, you know, at the end of the year, you kind of get your final paycheck and all that. I, I realized I got a significant raise from the previous year. Only God can do that. Who's getting raises during the pandemic? The saints. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And I'm looking for another one. Hallelujah. 
Miracles of provision. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. Matthew 17, 24. Let me set this up. There was a temple tax that was instituted in Exodus 30 and 13, if I remember correctly. Amen. As the children of Israel were, God was preparing them in the book of Exodus. Hallelujah. At that time, it would take care of the tabernacle, uh, you know, because just like the church has to be taken care of by the tithes and the offerings. Amen. Hallelujah. So there was a, a, a sort of tax, so to speak. Amen. Where they had to uh, make sure that the, the tabernacle, in this case, the temple was taken care of. Amen. And I don't want to get too deep in it, but there was a redemption payment. We'll get into that at some other time. Hallelujah. It was pointing forward to the payment that Christ would do at the cross. Hallelujah. But here they are asking uh, Peter, does your master pay the temple tax? And let's see what happens. Hallelujah. Many of you know this story already. I'm reading for the New Living Translation. On their arrival to Capernaum, which was the headquarters of Christ, hallelujah, which was on the uh, north, northwest corner of uh, the Sea of Galilee, the and it was a, a, a city that had a big Gentile presence as well, all right? It's in the northern part of Israel, all right, Holl away from Jerusalem. The collectors of the temple tax came to Peter and asked him, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. Then he went into the house, but before, probably his house, since P Jesus was at Peter's house, but before he had a chance to speak, Jesus asked him, Jesus being led of the Holy Spirit and even knew what Peter was going to ask him before he asked him, hallelujah. What do you think, Peter? Do kings... Do kings tax their own people or the people they have conquered? Jesus knew the, own, the answer already, he being God. It was a rhetorical question. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. Verse 26 says, Peter's reply was, they tax the people they have conquered, Peter replied. Hallelujah. So normally at that time when one nation conquered another, the conquering nation, the, the nation that was conquered paid tax to the conquering nation. All right. Hallelujah. So Jesus is asking the question, why are we as Jews taxing one another. Hallelujah. You know, part of the law was that one Jew could not charge interest to another Jew. Like if he lent him, if, 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 if I lent Asa something, all Asa had to do was just pay back what I lent him with no interest. Hallelujah. My God. Hallelujah. I'll leave that where it is. Amen. <laughs> they tax the people they have conquered, Peter replied. Well, then, Jesus said, the citizens are free. He's basically saying, I'm God. You're with me. We don't really have to pay the temple tax. I'm God. Imagine God having paid taxes. Like, I made the earth. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And you're with me. So we're free. Let's go on. However, we don't want to offend them. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. The humility. Being God in flesh. Not wanting to offend those who asked him. Not from the standpoint that he was afraid, but... Didn't want to accelerate his persecution just yet. He had some things to do before he went to the cross. It's like now's not the time to stir this controversy. 
although I'm God. However, we don't want to offend them, so go down to the lake and throw in a line. Think, I, I want you to think about this. What, what profession was Peter? Fisherman. God's always going to use something that you are familiar with, expert at, or good at to bring about a miracle. Now, it was out of his comfort zone in that you don't normally do those things to get the answer you need. But it was something he was familiar with and quite good at. So go down to the lake and throw in a line. Open the mouth of the first fish you catch and you will find a large silver coin. Take it and pay the tax for both of us. Saints, God's going to use something you're good at. But by faith, you have to step out if it even feels unusual or uncomfortable to you, although the act itself you're familiar with. But it's like, would I do this to get that, Lord? Yes. We talked about the widow of Zarephath, hallelujah, a couple weeks ago, hallelujah. She just had a little flour and a little oil. God used what she had. You don't have to be anybody else, hallelujah. I used to think I had to preach like this one and preach like that. I just had to be myself and let God, and I was uncomfortable being myself, and let God use what I am to bring about his glory. There's a miracle that God wants to bring about in your life in something that you are already good at or something you already are or something you already have. Are you ready? Hallelujah. You don't have to be anybody other than who you are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God will provide. Doesn't mean I don't get up and go to work tomorrow. I need to reemphasize that. This is a big thing in the church. Hallelujah. A lot of full-time people, hallelujah, in the ministry, amen, and don't have, the, and God didn't tell them to take off from the job. I'm not picking on any one individual. I am speaking in general. It's widespread. It's pervasive. Hallelujah. Sometimes it's those in the congregation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. What did, what did Paul say? Hallelujah. Those that don't work don't eat. So we all, I'm not talking to people that are retired. I'm not talking about people in certain situations. I'm talking about if you're well-abled, well-bodied, and God has not led you to quit your job, hallelujah. Keep going to your job. God may work your miracle through your job. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I know someone, amen, that got miraculous back pay and got thousands upon thousands of dollars. My God, so you don't know. Amen. Holler. Next slide, please. Miracle of unlimited supply. God's not lacking. God's not, God's not running out of stuff. Well, you know, Lord, I don't know if you have enough. God is not limited. Let's take a look at it. Amen. Next slide, please. Matthew 14 and 15. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I believe right here, John the Baptist had just been beheaded, if I remember correctly, the setup. 
And these are the events that happen after that. All right. Glory to God. I'm reading from the Amplified Version. This is what Jesus. When evening came, the disciples came to him and said, this is an isolated place. Hallelujah. The hour is already late. Jesus had done miracles and preached. Amen. And a, a multitude of people had followed him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And was probably in a desert place because at that time it was probably a little dangerous. John had just been beheaded. Amen. Hallelujah. So went out into a desert place. Hallelujah. And then there was a point God was going to make as I'm about to read as well. So isolated place that didn't have enough of stuff for the people. Hallelujah. The disciples say, send the crowds away so that they may go into the villages and buy food for themselves. But Jesus said to them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. Now, I know me. I know me. I would look at him like, are you serious? Are we out here in the desert. And you saying, give the people something to eat. What's wrong with you? This is how disrespectful we are as human beings. I, I would have I would have engaged in that. I would have looked at him like it was crazy. All right. Because I would have been in my in my flesh. I would have had an I wouldn't have had an elevated view or look at things from his perspective, hallelujah, that this is God speaking to me. He can do whatever he wants to do. If he says do it, I need to do it, hallelujah. But Jesus said unto them, they do not need to go away. You give them something to eat. They replied, we have nothing here except five loaves and two fish. We just talked about God using what you have. There were thousands of people there and five loaves and two fish. Hallelujah, seven, five plus two is, is, is seven. There, were, there was enough, complete. Hallelujah, next slide, please. We all know this story. I'm not trying to fool anybody today. He said, bring them here. Then he ordered the crowds to sit down on the grass. Order, there was order. Let's sit in an orderly fashion. And he took the five loaves and the two fish. He took, he took, they gave it to him. We must give to God what we have. For him to bless it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hint, hint, hint. We're going to talk about offering later. Hallelujah. We must give to God what we have so that God can multiply it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The, the widow gave Elijah what she had. Peter did what he knew to do. Fishing. Here they gave him what they had. And let's see what happens. Hallelujah. Looking up to heaven, towards heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them the, to the people and they all ate and were satisfied. You know the story. They were satisfied. They didn't just eat. You know, sometimes you eat and say, mm, you know, but you're still hungry. No, these folks were satisfied. They picked up the 12 full baskets of leftover broken pieces. God multiplied the offering, oh my God, that the people gave him. We got to give God something to multiply. You may not think it's of value, but God can multiply that thing. Amen. Hallelujah. With his unlimited supply. God put everything in the earth that we need, hallelujah, but we got to give him that which we have so that he can multiply it. Hallelujah. Whew, next slide, please. 
There were about 5,000 men who ate besides women and children. Some estimates said there were 15,000 people who ate that day. Based off of five loaves and two fish. Unlimited supply. Hallelujah. It's not so much that God needs something from us. It's that we are putting our faith in him. We're putting it in his hands. And in his hands, he can bless it and multiply it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I am not talking about people giving their bill money. I'm not talking about that. Hallelujah. That's reckless. Hallelujah. I'm talking about giving God. It, it may not even be money. It could be whatever he leads you to. Amen. But give him something. In the, in the case of the widow of Zarephath, she gave flour and oil. And God multiplied it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Next slide, please. Miracles of raising the dead. We talk about suddenly. We could find ourselves, oh, God. I'm not going to go there. But we could find ourselves in a position where we're the only saved person in the room and someone seemingly passes away. Hallelujah. We got somebody in here with a testimony. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That where we, uh, I'm not saying we don't call 911 and all that. Call 911 and then hallelujah, God can empower us to lay hands on that person or speak that person back. Let's, let's, let's look at the story. There's more to this story. Amen. Next slide, please. Luke 7 and 11. Amen. Let me hurry up. Amen. We got we to gotta do communion today. Soon afterwards, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain. Let me, let me stop here. Hallelujah. So Jesus was in Capernaum in previous, previous verses and traveled to Nain. All right. Hallelujah. Nain was about 30 miles from Capernaum. All right. Capernaum was 600 feet below sea level. So although it's on land, the sea, if you were to walk straight across, you would be underwater. Hallelujah. So, that, so Capernaum was 600 feet below sea level. Capernaum, although only 30 miles away, they had to walk there. And it was 700 feet above sea level. And it was a little town with not many people. Hallelujah. And a narrow way to get there. Hallelujah. Some scholars believe that Jesus walked during the night. To get to this woman I'm about to talk about, hallelujah, in the ancient world, if your husband died, hallelujah, glory to God, your, his, uh, his worth, his inheritance would be passed down to the son. And what I'm about to read, this son, hallelujah, had now passed away. So this woman was destitute, broke, had no rights to anything, but the Lord walked to her in the middle of the night. And walk 30 miles. My God. Woo, Jesus. And walk 1,300 feet to meet this woman. Woo, Jesus. Woo, if you knew how good our God was. If you knew, if you knew, if you knew. Woo, let me read it. Hallelujah. Soon afterwards, Jesus went with his disciples to the village of Nain. And a large crowd followed him. 
and a funeral procession coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son, and a large crowd from the village was with her. And when the Lord sir, saw her, he, his heart overflowed with compassion. God has compassion for you. Many of us are fasting because we think God doesn't love us and we have to punish or afflict our souls this month for God to bless us. But this woman was in a tight situation. And he walked 30 miles in the middle of the night to go see her. Woo, Jesus. Don't cry, he said. Next slide, please. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it. This was illegal. This was against the law. You could not legally touch a dead person, but he's God. Once he touches it, it's alive. the person is alive. Hallelujah. Touched it and the bearer stopped. The young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Get up. He didn't say, Father God, if it be thy will. He said, get up. Then the dead boy sat up and began to talk. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. Their financial situation turned around. The son restored the family, put back together. Great fear swept the crowd. And they praised God saying, a mighty prophet has risen amongst us. And God has visited his people today. Yes, he truly has. He had visited them that day. It was Jesus. And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. When you're in your darkest place, God will not sleep or slumber. And he will come to your rescue. His physical body, I'm sure, was tired and had all these people pulling on him. But he traveled in the night, 30 miles, 1,300 feet, for this particular woman and her dead son. Saints, we're going to raise the dead. God's go we, we're God's arms, God's feet, God's legs. He's shaking us out of our comfort zone in this time of miracles. Who, me? It's really not about you. It's about the God that lives inside you. I'm not worthy. None of us are. But he did it anyway. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I don't deserve to be up here right now. I don't deserve to be married 28 years. I don't deserve to have these three young adults. Hallelujah. As my children, I don't deserve all of you guys being here, having my mother and my mother-in-law and all. The, I don't deserve this. I don't deserve to be on YouTube, amen, streaming. I don't deserve this. Hallelujah. But God, his goodness, his mercy. There's some of us here that have raised the dead. I know I'm amongst them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know we, we shy away from that as the modern church. Amen. It's in the word. Next slide, please. Miracles of speaking things into existence. Faith must be spoken. Faith must be spoken. Faith cometh by hearing. So if, if we're hearing it, it was first spoken. 
faith must be spoken. The miracle of speaking things into existence. Amen. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Romans 4.17. Here, Paul is explaining, and from the context of it, he, he must be speaking to an audience of Jews. Hallelujah. Maybe there's some Gentiles there as well, but it, w- all that he's dealing with, particularly here with Abraham, hallelujah, uh, he's speaking to an audience that is made up of Jews. There may be other people as well, as I said, but this point he's making to the Jews I mean, about Abraham being the father of faith. Amen. Let's hear what Paul has to say. Hallelujah. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was referring to Abraham. He was appointed our father. So, yes, it had to be Jews. The, their father is Abraham. Hallelujah. In the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead. We just read about an encounter that and speaks of the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. When God speaks, there may be things that are not in existence yet, or manifested yet, hallelujah. But as he speaks, hallelujah, he speaks with a confidence like they already exist. And in his mind, they already do. And the mind of God is reality. Hallelujah. By the same token, well, before I jump ahead, hallelujah, let's go to this definition. Next slide, please. Let's look at this word. In the King James, it'll be calleth, but here in the, in the, in the version I'm reading from, it speaks, hallelujah. And th- these words mean kaleo, hallelujah, or to call, I summon, I invite, hallelujah. In the case of Abraham, it was, he, he called him to be the father of many nations, hallelujah, or the father of faith, hallelujah. When he was not, hallelujah, Abraham, some say, was a witness at the Tower of Babel. Hallelujah. He was a moon worshiper. Amen. Then he went on to become the father of faith. So God, hallelujah, spoke that into existence even before, hallelujah, Abraham became who he became. Hallelujah. Especially as the uh, the father of the Jews. Hallelujah. And the father of faith. Hallelujah. And the father of many nations. Hallelujah. So uh, it means I call Name as related to Abraham to call equivalent to select to assume some office, hallelujah, which Abraham did of God appointing or committing an office to one to bid to call forth name or to invite that God speaks things into existence as if they already are. We as the believers in Christ can follow the example of our God, hallelujah, and that even though you don't see it. You don't feel it. You were frustrated by it being delayed. You don't understand what's going on. You don't have any tangible evidence. You speak as if it's already done. Faith is not waiting till you see it and then saying you have faith. Hallelujah. Faith is, hallelujah, glory to God. I I see it in the spirit, hallelujah. God has revealed it to me, hallelujah. So now I'm going to speak it out of my mouth. Once again, we don't want to be caught flat-footed when the blessing comes. The miracle, the breakthrough, hallelujah. Like, oh, I I, I was sleeping. I didn't know that God was going to bless right now. Pastor, I just thought you was just talking and just saying something. You know, I love you, Pastor. I love you. I, you know, I've been in so many services where people say things. I can't go into it too much, but I was caught flat-footed. And I'm the one preaching. My God. 
Ah. <laughs> All will be revealed. Hallelujah. <laughs> Next slide, please. Hallelujah. We're going to end with this. The miracle of forgiveness of sins. We don't understand as believers how much of a miracle it is that our sins have been forgiven. We don't believe so much that we are punishing ourselves in the month of January for our sins. We don't understand what Jesus accomplished at the cross. And no, I don't want my brother and my fellow ministers to be mad at me. I want to encourage you, amen, that Jesus accomplished more at the cross than you know. That we are no longer seen as sinners who have to do things to acknowledge our sin, like fast or throw ashes on ourselves or, you know, that put that prayer thing over our heads to cover our heads and all, all the things we see in the Old Testament, which not understanding that they were under an another covenant and the penalty for sin had not been paid yet through the person of Jesus Christ. All of these acts that we engage in, hallelujah, to try to gain God's approval, we have it already through Jesus Christ. So I love each and every one of you, amen, and I don't want to be your enemy, and I'm not against you. I want you to succeed, amen. We are part of the body of Christ. We're in this together, but we got to get away from practices, hallelujah, that are accomplished already at the cross. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to move forward in victory. Hallelujah. And when we do read the Old Testament, we got to read it through the lens of the new covenant. Amen. Miracle of forgiveness of sins. We are forgiven of all of our sins in Christ, past, present, and future. We are a work of sanctification in the natural. Hallelujah right now. Hallelujah. Like, he, like our bringing us to a place where our behavior, hallelujah, is holy. Hallelujah. But our legal stand is one of righteousness. We are, don't let anybody call you unrighteous. Yes, we all have growth that we need to, but our legal position before God, God does not look at us as sinners. The miracle is we've been forgiven. We've been forgiven. Hallelujah. For I will be merciful unto your unrighteousness and your sins, we've all committed sins, and iniquities, iniquities were you knew you were doing wrong and you did it anyway. I will remember your sins and iniquities no more. We have been forgiven of our sins, past, present, if it's stuff we haven't even done yet, that it was paid down already. It's not a license to sin, it's a license to live for God. Amen. All right? If we keep on sinning, that means we're in bondage to sin. Hallelujah. We've chosen to be in bondage to sin. Hallelujah. We've justified our actions as holy when they're not. We call bad good. Hallelujah. That's what the drug dealer does. I had to feed my family. He's calling bad good by killing somebody else's family. The miracle of forgiveness of sins is ours. Hallelujah. Let's read this. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Mark 2 and 5. A very familiar passage of scripture. Um, there were four gentlemen who had lowered their parallel, paralyzed partner in Peter's house. This was Peter's house for Jesus to heal this person. Let's read what's going on. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralyzed man, seeing their faith, not the paralyzed man's faith, but seeing their faith, those that helped him. Sometimes, you know, this, it, they interceded for him. They stood in the gap for him. Mm -hmm. 
says, my child, your sins are forgiven. Now, there must have been, with this gentleman that was paralyzed, he was in this position because he had sinned. All right? There, there was something. Jesus would not have said this unless there was some sin. And, and understand, when Jesus walked the earth, they were still under the old covenant. How do you know? He hadn't died yet. Seeing their faith, so based on his friend's faith, their intercession, intercession holiday, he said to the parents, man, my child, your sins are forgiven. But some of the teachers of the religious law who were sitting there thought to themselves, what is he saying? This is blasphemous. Here's the key words. Only God can forgive sins. Who forgives sins? Only God. But Jesus never said he was God anywhere in scripture. He basically did right here. By forgiving this man's sins. Only God. Yes, we can forgive people of what they've done to us. But forgiving of sins only God can do. Or the pardoning of sins only God can do. Next slide, please. Verse 8 says, Jesus knew immediately what they were thinking. He was operating, amen, by a uh, uh, word of wisdom. I mean, a word of knowledge, excuse me, a word of knowledge here. So he asked, why do you question this in your hearts? They didn't tell him they were thinking it in their hearts. Hallelujah. Is it easy to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven or stand up, pick up your mat and walk? So I will prove to you that the son of man has authority on earth to forgive sins, that the son of man, that's another title for the Messiah or Christ, has the authority on earth to forgive sins. He has the right to forgive sins as being God incarnate. Then Jesus turned to the paralyzed man and said, next slide please, this is our last slide and we're ending here. Father God, if it be thy will, please raise this man up. I'm not sure what your will is, but please, Father God, I plead with you. No, he said, stand up, pick up your mat and go home. And the man jumped up, grabbed his mat, and walked out through the, stunned onlook through the stunned onlookers. They were all amazed and praised God, exclaiming, we've never, ever seen anything like this before. This is the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, through Jesus, so loved the world and dearly prized the world that he sent his son. That whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. We cannot lose our salvation because if we could lose our salvation and eternal life, then eternal life was not eternal life. It was conditional life. All right. God, only God can forgive sins. The Son of Man, or Christ, has the authority to forgive sins. We have all experienced a miracle. We have all been forgiven of our sins. Now, as Christians, we got to operate like that and stop acting like we're trying to gain God's approval. We have it. That's something we need to walk in boldly. We need to know that we're the disciple whom Jesus loves. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And then if you choose to fast, it's your choice. You're not doing it to gain God's approval. You're spending time with him. You are fellowshipping with him. That's your choice. Hallelujah. You're not doing it because of sin. You're doing it because you choose to. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 
Let me say this. God honors us where we are. And he may even work some stuff for people who are doing that this month. There are churches all across America who are doing this. All right. I'm not picking on any one particular person. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not challenging your walk with the Lord. You're saved like I'm saved. Amen. I'm saying hallelujah that we have a, have a God that has accomplished so much for us at the cross. And in particular, we're forgiven of all our sins. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is the time of miracles. Don't be caught flat-footed. God's moving suddenly, quickly. God's on your side. God has compassion for you. God will find you in your tough spot like he did for the widow at Nain and meet you even if he has to move in the middle of the night. Hallelujah. Know that God is waiting on you now. You're not waiting on him. As he said it to me this morning. Hallelujah. I was waiting on you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Get your instructions from the Lord. And then step out by faith. Don't presume you know what God knows once and just do it. It's got to be based on his word. Whether it's a word he communicates to you through a rhema word in your time in prayer or through a word in scripture. Hallelujah. But we got to get it with the inspiration has to be from God. God always makes the first move and then we respond to that move. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But he's waiting on you. This is not a beat you up message. This is to encourage you. The door is open. The breakthrough has occurred. Now we want a manifestation of what God has done. Hallelujah. Oh, Brother Pastor, you're just saying that because it's a new year and it, this blessing didn't happen in my life. Listen, we have a role in it. Our role is to operate by faith. Had I never approached my wife, these three people would not be alive. It could be all the God we want to be. There was so much God. There was so much anointing. God had called us to be together. But if I had not stepped to homegirl in faith, they're not alive. They don't come on the earth through any two pa- If I married somebody else, if she married somebody else, they're not here. It's by Faith. I didn't know her. She's a beautiful young woman. She still is beautiful. But I wanted an unsaved woman. That's what I wanted. You've heard this story a million times. I get it. In those online, you just hear it for the first time. Hallelujah. The point being is our role is to operate by faith. We won't have all the answers. God doesn't share everything with us. There's some things around the corner. And, and what pops in my head right now is, is Abraham was going up the mountain. The provision was coming up the other side. He couldn't even see it. Hallelujah. You don't know what God's got moving behind the scenes. This is a time of miracles. I'm done. Hallelujah. 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 I'm going to give you a personal word he gave to me, and I believe it applies to you because he doesn't love me like 
he doesn't love me any more than he loves you. And I don't remember if it was New Year's Eve or whenever I was going to bed or whatever. He said, the time of struggle is over. No more struggle. The blessings, he said, go flow in my blessings, flow in me, follow me. Go as I lead you. The door is open. The opportunity is there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm declaring for you right, right before all of you right now, promotion's coming for me. I'm going to be promoted and I'm going to get the testimony. Hallelujah. I have no evidence in the natural. I have had no indication. My boss has not whispered to me and said something. Hallelujah. And this is on, this is on being recorded on YouTube. Hallelujah. I, I, I can't run away from this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Pastor Brown's going to be promoted. I'm declaring, I'm decreeing it. Hallelujah. I feel the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. What are you going to speak in your life? Hallelujah. God is inspired. Hallelujah. I will not be broke anymore. Hallelujah. You will not be broke anymore. The church is going to take off. We're going to have miraculous growth. Hallelujah. We will not be caught flat-footed. Hallelujah. When the blessing comes. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Our whole situation with our whole church, hallelujah, will be resolved. We will have people return, hallelujah, that have left, hallelujah. We will have those who are ready go out and start ministry, hallelujah. We will, hallelujah, will win Amityville to Christ, hallelujah. We will have a church that is full and packed out, hallelujah. Our online, hallelujah, presence will grow, hallelujah. Our storehouses or our bank accounts, our building fund, hallelujah, will grow Exponentially, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We will be debt free in our individual lives, hallelujah. Our cup will be running over spiritually, mentally, physically, health wise, hallelujah, financially. I'm declaring it, I'm decreeing it, hallelujah. Jesus became poor that we might become rich in salvation, in forgiveness, in finances, in wealth, hallelujah, in love, hallelujah, in joy, in peace, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. The Living Waters Christian Center will be successful in executing the mission, hallelujah, of unveiling the beauty of Christ through the preaching of the gospel of grace. And many thousands shall become, come to the saving knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I declare it. I decree it. I believe it. I speak it by faith and I will step out by faith no matter how it looks. No matter what I hear in the natural, no matter what I go through, hallelujah, I'm going to keep looking at the Lord because he is good. It's not because I'm worthy. It's because he is. It's not because you're worthy. It's because he is and he wants to bless you with it. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Listen, you're out there and you were impacted by this message. Amen. And you don't know God. You don't think God's on your side. Amen. You don't think God loves you. But as we saw today with the widow of Nain, that God will inconvenience himself to come to your rescue. Why? Because he has compassion for you. If you would like to be a part of the family of God, I'm here to tell you, I'm speaking on God's behalf. He's inspired me to say this to you. He loves you and wants you to join his family. You're the creation of God. Yes, we were made by God, but man chose to live independent of God and do his own thing. And that's why we're in the mess we are in the world. War, crime, all the other horrible things we have in the world. But now God wants to give you a knowledge branch. He wants to reach out to you and invite you to be a part of the kingdom of God. That happens to the person of Jesus Christ. So if that's you, 
and you want to be a part of the family of God, and it doesn't mean joining this church, but we're certainly here for you, please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, and iniquities. I believe that you died for my sins, my imperfections. I believe that you rose from the dead on the third day as the evidence that Father God accepted his death, his payment, as full payment for my sins. Thank you for saving me. And if you believe that prayer, I want you to say amen. Welcome to the family of God. Hallelujah. Faith must be spoken, and you spoke your salvation. Amen. Well, Brother Pastor, what about baptism? Amen. Yeah, that'll be a confirmation of what you just did and with the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. Hallelujah. Yes, we'll do that again one day. Amen. Where you can have it done. Hallelujah. And feel good about that. All right? Hallelujah. But baptism doesn't save you. It's we are saved by, by faith through grace. Hallelujah. And you just did that. Amen. I want to encourage you to find a church home. Definitely you can join us here at the Living Waters Christian Center. We're at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. Or you can join us online here every Sunday at 1130 a.m. Hallelujah. We welcome you to join us. Amen. I, each and every week. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But now we need your help. Amen. We need you to give God something. Give so God something to multiply. God wants to bless you. He'll bless you anyway. Hallelujah. But there are other times where we've got to give him something to multiply. So if you do nothing at all, God's going to bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. But if we want that exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, we need to give God something to multiply. Amen. And in this case, amen, we need your help financially. Amen. That this church would continue to spread the good news about Jesus Christ and the forgiveness of all our sins, the parting of our sins. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You can do that in one of three ways. First way you can give online at lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. There you can make a tax deductible donation, amen, and you will get an auto-generated uh, receipt of what you just gave that you could keep for tax time. Hallelujah. Now we're in 2022. It'll be tax time next year, amen, if Jesus delays his coming. Hallelujah. The second way you can mail in your donation to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701, both ways are on your screen. And the third way you can join us, I understand the, the, the contagious viruses out there and everything like that, but we're meeting in a safe manner. We're six feet apart, amen, unless we're in the same household. We're wearing masks. We have some ventilation, amen. We have an overflow room. We'd love to see you. Hallelujah. I'm only not wearing a mask because I'm preaching. After I finish preaching, the mask will go back on, amen. Hallelujah. We'd love to see you in person here at 15 Albany Avenue, Amityville, New York, 11701. Amen. And currently we're having service at 11 a.m. Hallelujah. But we will be back with you with more information about that. All right. So amen. Hallelujah. We want to be a blessing to the Lord. Amen. So if you have your offering out there online and we have our offering here. Hallelujah. Let's give unto the Lord. Amen. Real quick. That hour is going by really quickly. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. This first offering of 2022 for many of us, not all of us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me pray. Amen. Father God, we thank you for the seed we sow. The seed we give to you to multiply. Like a farmer plants a seed in the ground, we plant this seed in good soil here at the Living Waters Christian Center. Let this seed be multiplied some 30-fold, some 60-fold, some 100-fold, some a million-fold return to us that we might be blessed to be a blessing to others.
in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way with our finances or whatever we're giving today. If it's not finances, whatever we're giving today, Lord God, bless it and multiply it. In your son's name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Real quickly, we're going to do the communion. Unfortunately, for those of us online, I do not have it set up in our slideshow. Hallelujah. But if you want to quickly get your bread and your wine, hallelujah, you can do so right now. Hallelujah. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Hallelujah. Where we will eat of the Lord's supper. Hallelujah. I am consciously trying to get away from calling it the communion because that is specific to a certain denomination. Amen. And that's not really what um, the Lord, he called, it was the Lord's Supper. Amen. Hallelujah. So uh, we want to follow as God would have us to follow. Hallelujah. Amen. To call it. Amen. Uh, amen. Let me get myself together here. All right. All right, so if you have your bread and your wine, hallelujah. Amen. Here we go. Hallelujah. We, 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 we're worshiping the Lord Jesus as we take this. Amen. No one's unworthy unless you just came and you were hungry and you want to eat this. And this is so small, I don't believe that's your motivation. All right. But we're honoring. the. None of us are worthy because of our behavior. Hallelujah. In a worthy manner is we're thinking about his death and all it did for us, all right? So, ah, God. So instead of beating up and afflicting our souls, we're going to eat. We're going to eat the Lord's Supper, all right? So what does Jesus say? He says, take, eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of the bread, which represents the broken body of Jesus Christ. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. The New Testament was inaugurated by the blood of Christ. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Let's remember Christ's death and shedding of his blood as we partake of this wine. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless you. Blessings and love to you. Happy New Year's to you all again. Thank you for joining us today. Hallelujah. We'll be back with you with more information about next week's service. We love you, but we will be here next week. We love you. God bless you. For those of you, the saints of God, I haven't seen in a while. Happy New Year's. I hope to see you again soon. Hallelujah. We're going to get past all this. Hallelujah. Our Lord and Savior is soon to return. Hallelujah. I look forward to the day where we can all fellowship again together in person, in a safe manner. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your day. And we'll see you next week. God bless. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.